Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Neurodivergent Nurse. This week, it's going to be just me and you. I have a lot of interviews to share with you in the future, and it's going to be a really good time. But this week, I decided let's just take it back to the way that it normally is and just talk, you know, one-on-one. I know that it's been a minute since the last time we talked about Nurses PodCon. If you're anything like me and you're like, hey, this sounds like a cool episode that I want to listen to. I know nothing about the Neurodivergent Nurse Podcast, so you're going to the latest episode because that's literally what I do every time I listen to any new podcast. There was a Nurses PodCon where we did a live podcast. It was a conference in Nashville, Tennessee in November, and it was such a great time. I only mention that because we're offering you guys, the listeners to podcast like the Neurodivergent Nurse, to be able to choose where we meet you in September of this year, 2022. It's either going to be in Nashville, Austin, or Las Vegas. We want you to tell us where to go, but you only have two weeks until the end of January 2022 to help us decide where it's going to be. It's completely up to you. So I'm asking you to go vote at nursespodcon.com. Just sign up, vote. You know what? Even if you don't want to go through all of that trouble, you can send me an email at theneurodivergentnurse at gmail.com and be like, yo, Jamie, I want you to be in Austin or, you know, whatever city that you decide out of the three choices that I gave you. Can I also say that if you choose Nashville or Austin, Texas, I will likely be able to wear my cowboy boots again (laughs) next year that I wore this year. And I mean, they were super fancy. If you don't believe me, go ahead and head over to the Neurodivergent Nurse Instagram account. I'm going to post a picture of that all over again, just so that you can see and be like, yeah, that girl's got some boot style. And don't you care about my comfort? In other news, which will not pertain to majority of the listeners of the Neurodivergent Nurse, but this past week, my beloved Alabama football team, Roll Tide, lost in the national championship game. Though I predicted it, I anticipated that was going to be the case. It still sucks so much whenever that happens. I literally am such a big, wild Alabama fan, which that's where I grew up was in Alabama. I have a houndstooth tattoo on my right rib cage. If you don't know what houndstooth is or the association between the University of Alabama and houndstooth, go look it up. I mean, is pretty fancy. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about how adult ADHD can affect your social skills 
and your relationships. I do have an episode of the Neurodivergent Nurse coming out next month in February with a wonderful person, Abigail and her husband, Caleb, and they talk all about how ADHD affects their relationship with one partner having ADHD and one person being neurotypical. But today we're going to talk about it on a much broader scale. Okay, so let's chat. There are a few reasons why adults with ADHD can have trouble in social situations. The first thing is that our differences in brain wiring, it just simply makes certain tasks harder for us. The second thing is that if we had ADHD as a child, that could have caused us to fall behind in learning social skills in the first place. Kids with ADHD are more likely to be rejected by their classmates, which gives them less opportunity to learn how to behave from their peers. The experience of having ADHD can also harm a child's self-esteem as they may start to think of themselves stupid or defective. Lastly, People with ADHD may have learning disabilities as well. Those can make certain aspects of socializing so much harder to navigate. Realistically, everyone with adult ADHD is going to come across differently and they're going to show their symptoms due to how the condition specifically affects them. And because of what the rest of their personality and life history is like, that's what makes them a person. I just want to chat about some ways that ADHD makes it so difficult socially for each and every one of us. The first way is the simple fact that so many of us have difficulty reading social cues and nonverbal communication. In general, adults with ADHD, we just really aren't the best at reading other people's facial expressions or their body language, which causes us to miss the important information that other people would likely pick up quickly and instinctively. Partially, this is because our ADHD makes it harder for us to interpret this channel of communication. Y'all, if you like the show, please consider joining the Neurodivergent Nurse Podcast Patreon. It shows how much you care, and it allows me to continue to produce these episodes week after week. Plus, you get some awesome bonus episodes and some pretty great fan mail from time to time as a thank you. And please, please rate and review. The more reviews, the more attention, and that increases the likelihood that other people who struggle with neurodivergency will be reached. If you're interested in joining the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash the neurodivergent nurse. We may also not be paying attention to nonverbal cues because our minds are distracted and focused on, I don't know, many other things that's happening around us. The next reason I feel like every single person listening to this episode can relate to it, but it is blurting out inappropriate comments. It's not like we have Tourette's. I had a great friend in high school who had Tourette's and he would make popping noises, but he did not have inappropriate reactions as far as like verbal cues, cursing, etc. So that's not what I'm talking about. But I am talking about the impulsivity part of our ADHD brains. That when we have conversations as an adult with ADHD, we could accidentally offend someone by saying something inappropriate because it pops into our head and we just say what we think. Also, part of the inappropriate comments, which is not like 
yay, we should not have said that. But we also interrupt people so often because we don't want to lose that thought while they're in the middle of speaking. And we want to share our story because we can relate to exactly what they are saying. Which is a great segue into the next way in which we are socially awkward. And that is because we interrupt. This is another facet of being impulsive. Like I said, sometimes we may frequently interrupt the people that we are talking with. We may also butt into conversations. We may start speaking before it is really time that we are socially acceptable to interject the things that we are thinking of at that moment. I mean, honestly, we may not think now wouldn't be the best time to do it. Next up, is talking too much. Adults with ADHD sometimes talk on and on and on. This is because that we feel an internal pressure to keep speaking. Honestly, we also may be enthusiastically chatting about a topic and miss the nonverbal signs that the people that we're talking to just really aren't interested and would like us to move on to something else. This is one that popped up on my research, but it is not one that I have been coined for. So I am going to say this based on research alone and not based on my personal experience, but not being a good listener. Though the points that I just talked about can contribute to an adult with ADHD not listening well, rather than letting the other person talk, we typically jump in with our own points. Our distractibility and trouble focusing can also come into play. We may actually find ourselves like trying to concentrate on what our partner or friend or whomever is trying to say, but we just really fall short and our mind has so many other things going on at the exact same time. This can get even worse during chaotic group conversations. Oh, the next one is just so real and it is coming across as distracted and spacey. I remember that one of the most difficult things when I was a travel nurse was the doctors to take me seriously. I'm five foot nothing, I'm not a very big girl, but I have a great big personality, very bubbly. So when this big personality drifts off, gets distracted, it is very noticeable. And people who are spacey are just not easily or often seen as intelligent people. Obviously, we have difficulty with focusing on just one subject. So while we try to pay attention to another person, we may not be able to keep our mind from drifting off or even fixating on something completely different. The next thing that we do that makes social situations super awkward with a person with ADHD is that we change conversation topics just a little too randomly or maybe a lot too randomly. We may just start talking about something seemingly out of nowhere. When everyone else who is a part of the conversation and chatting about the subject matter are really, really confused when we land on a brand new topic because they have no idea how we even got there. Our brains just think so fast. The next way that our ADHD just makes us a spectacle at times in social situations is the fact that we do inappropriate things to stimulate ourselves in conversations. A person with ADHD may get bored during a routine conversation. I actually did an episode for the patrons of the Neurodivergent Nurse about 
how to make small talk. Small talk is just, it's so painful. It really is. And it is not unusual for a person with ADHD to try to do something counterproductive, to try to spice up the conversations for ourselves. For example, we may start an argument or say something odd to see what kind of reaction it'll get. For the record, that was not my advice on that episode with making small talk. Let me ask you, are you aware of your own body language? If your answer is no or probably not, I'm, yeah, you're right. People with ADHD just sometimes aren't aware of our own body language, and we may adopt an awkward or closed-off stance without realizing it. As a nurse, I had to retrain myself not to stand with my arms crossed. It comes so natural to do, and it seems very closed off. It is not welcoming, and it's just, it's not a good look for a nurse to stand with her arms crossed, and it took a lot of mental gymnastics to get myself out of that habit. I still catch myself doing it from time to time, actually. The other thing that you may not realize or recognize is you could just be overly fidgety when you are talking or standing around other people. Lately, I have been very aware and noticing myself tapping my fingers a lot. Mainly it's when I'm walking, but occasionally when I am talking to patients, family members, even other nurses, I will be doing it. And the last thing with our bodies on this part of the topic that we may not realize is that we may not sense how much personal space that another person needs and we could invade it when we don't mean to. One good thing that has come from the global pandemic is that we've kind of had to stay away and apart from other people to be safe. So likely we haven't been invading other spaces more than what we should. Hopefully you haven't. Hopefully you're staying really safe. If you think about it in that sense, it's a win-win. Next up is our lack of flexibility. This can be a side effect of the methods that somebody can employ to keep their symptoms in check. Some adults with ADHD find that they function best when they keep themselves to a tight, organized schedule. I am not that person. This can cause problems when they feel that they can't stray away from that structure. For example, a woman may have an evening routine that she follows and tries to force her friends to go along with it as well when they're all hanging out together. Keep listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse podcast because we're going to go through how to undo these situations in details. Here are just a couple tips to help you out socially. The most important advice I think that I can give as far as dealing with social things is to have a positive attitude about ADHD. Don't come at me about toxic positivity and all of that stuff. It really is important for us to have a good attitude and to recognize the amazing things that come with ADHD. This disorder comes with being very bright, very creative, a fast thinker. We have a good sense of humor, even though we can get depressed due to the frustrations of dealing with our ADHD and the problems that come with it. Tip number two, because people with ADHD blank out at times, just like we talked about before, which caused us to miss important pieces of information. We are often late to places or we fail to get there at all. It is so important for you to ask others what was just said. Ask them to repeat the information. Have a calendar or app that you can transcribe dates and times, events, even names of people. And when you meet new people, repeat their name back to them. 
that will help it from going in one ear and out the other as quickly at least. Tip number three, it's really important to observe others and the way that they interact. This is called observational learning, and it's an important part of the way that we become socialized. It never stops, and we learn gestures and expressions from watching other people. ADHD people should make conscious efforts to do this, and with the help of your partner or friend or whomever, you can learn what errors you're making and new and better ways of interacting. And last little takeaway is keep a sense of humor about things. A lot of what seems to go wrong when you have ADHD can actually be really amusing. Laughter is the best medicine. I really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of the Neurodivergent Nurse. And I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, go ahead on Apple Podcast and rate it five stars. Leave a comment. Let's go ahead and get those numbers up so that this podcast can reach even more people who have ADHD and they're looking for just little tips and tricks and entertaining stories from, you know, a neurodivergent nurse. Really, go leave a review so that it can reach even more people. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you know when all the new episodes of The Neurodivergent Nurse come out. It is time to end the show with a dad joke. What do you call a factory that makes okay products? A satisfactory. Have a great week, and I can't wait to talk to you again.